1: by EDI Travel. ...of a program heard recently here on The Don Crow
0: Show. It's time for The Don Crow Show, right here from the wava Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, The Don Crow Show. <laughs>
2: The Tom Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. Hey, how you doing, folks? Hello there, and welcome to the Don Crow Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon. We get to hang out together and talk about what I call matters that matter. Issues of significance that you and I need to get informed about, but the whole point is, let's get informed, and then let's get involved. Find positive, life-affirming ways to make a difference. And you're especially going to benefit from this hour. I suggest you stay right where you are. Have you ever had a time or situation in your life when, without you even seeing it coming, everything became, I'll call it disastrously unglued? I don't mean you hit a bit of a bad patch or a bump in the road or an irritating snag in well-laid plans. Rather, I'm talking about a crisis of such monumental proportions that you felt like your entire life or your fondest dreams were about to go down in flames. Well, in her new book titled Facing Chapter 11, when your accountant says yes, but God says no, my guest has coined a phrase called a chapter 11 moment. I suspect every one of you listening right now has had one of those, maybe not in your business or financial life, but in some situation that seemed or even seems now hopeless, completely out of your ability to control or change anything. And with an audience of this size, I'm certain this is registering already with some of you listening. So I want you to stay tuned this hour. You don't want to miss what my guest, a very successful businesswoman, public speaker, author, Janet Chahaki, has to say to us. Now, Janet is founder and CEO of Janssen, a successful communications, branding, and analytics firm here in Washington, D.C., in the metropolitan region focusing primarily on the Department of Defense market and currently celebrating its 20th anniversary. Now, there's more that we'll talk about in terms of how God has raised this company up. But most importantly, she is a devout follower of the Lord Jesus. And when you read her book, the spiritual impact, I dare say, will be as great, if not greater, than the business counsel that she may have to give you and by the way, I want to give you some websites. Her website is janet c h i h o c k y dot com, dot com. Then the Facebook page. We'll get to that as well. Twitter handle, all that. But before anything else, all of this to say, Janet, an honor to have you here in the studios, and I really look forward to this visit.
3: Well, Don, I appreciate it. it I it's uh, I read a little bit about you, and uh, I appreciate what you've allowed God to do in your life as well.
2: He keeps us moving, doesn't he?
3: Yes, he does. Well, you know what they say: if you're not growing, you're dying. <laughs> That's very true. Let's keep growing.
2: Amen to that. Now, you started your career, and that's part of your story early on in the book, at a very young age in a corporate communications department of Orbital Sciences Corporation. What was that like for you as a young woman? And how, I'm going to ask it this way, how did that become the matrix for you founding your own company, Janssen, also at a very young age, and even becoming a CEO at age 27, I think I read.
3: Yeah, I was very blessed. I was... Senior in high school, checking out for the day, the phone rings, I'm signing out, and the secretary said, hey, listen, um, there's a company right across the street that has an opening, you want to apply for the job. Well, Don, I only had one question in mind, how much are they paying? <laughs> I didn't care who they were, what they were, I just wanted to know what the pay would be. I walked in the doors to Orbital, and I, my jaw dropped. I knew I was at a special place. Ent- Orbital was a place that birthed entrepreneurial spirits. David Thompson um, was it was and still is a genius. Uh, he, he, had a, uh, he, he brought the brightest people together, and there I was. And uh, so I knew it was a divine opening. I knew I was meant to be there. And I ended up staying nearly 10 years there at Orbital.
2: But it was during that time you got the wings, so to speak, to be able to branch out eventually and start your own company, or how did that evolve?
3: Well, I learned from the best. Yeah. I had a front row seat at a young age to see what worked, what didn't work. Uh, I I was afforded at a young age to work at a company that allowed people to think, that allowed people to try things. So here I am, this young gun, and they're letting travel all over the country. I mean, here I am, 20 years old and supporting launch events. Who's doing that? And I'm not... I'm not talking parties. I'm talking rocket launches and and whether it was involved with the payloads that we put on the shuttle or the the payloads that we put on ground launch or air-launched space vehicles. And so that vernacular at a very young age became part of my lexicon. Little did I know I ever would have chosen that, but it was definitely orbital that um, that gave me my kick.
2: Now, did that ever, as a young person, did you have to fight your ego on that, that this really uh, puffed you up, sort of, made you feel overconfident?
3: No. It, I felt, was I good enough to do it? Ah. I mean, I was surrounded by some of the smartest minds in the industry, and there was Janet. So I had a lot of learning to do. But I was working with the brightest minds from MIT, Caltech, Harvard, and I asked a lot of questions. I had I had leadership that mentored me, and I thank God for that. I asked. I I just I made it a purpose. So when I felt that bug coming on in 1996 and then in 1997, I really questioned: Am I good enough to do it? So that's why I had to pray a long time about it. Yeah.
2: Now, before we get too further into, uh, much further into that, what would you advise to persons young or not so young who are? heading into starting a new enterprise, a new endeavor of any sort, what are some of the things that you look back now and, and you would say, those were things I did rightly or I wish I'd done differently, actually starting up my own, my own venture?
3: What I did well is I identified a need in the market. What I did not do well is I, to understand all of the capital that requires to grow your business. So you can have a great idea, and then you can say, okay, I've got a good handle on where I think I can take this in the market, but you've got to spend just as much time in figuring out how I'm going to run this thing. What does year one, at, at the end of year one, what does it need to look like? At the end of year two, I didn't spend my time on that. I spent more time on talking to people, which was great, finding the niche. I found that, but I didn't spend enough time looking ahead to what I might be facing a couple years down the road.
2: Well, let's take a break. Come back. Talk about Janssen itself, this new company, uh, what it actually did and uh, does. And for a few first few years, it was uh, first few years it was flying pretty high uh, in terms of uh, kind of, as I said, things coming unglued, which brought us to the book itself. Stay with us. We have more with uh, our guest and the book again. You want to make sure you get copies. I said that in the plural, copies of it. Facing Chapter 11, When Your Accountant Says Yes, But God Says No. We'll be right back.
1: Stewart Signs is a national sign company with a local approach. Since 1968, they've provided signs for over 50,000 satisfied customers, including churches, schools, business, military, civic organizations, and municipalities around the world. Stewart Signs is a full-service sign provider that designs and builds complete sign solutions that include outdoor LED signs, changeable letter signs, light box signs, and monument signs. Visit StuartSigns.com. That's
4: StuartSigns.com. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836 888-884-4836 That's 888-884-4836 Or give online at savechildrentoday.org That's
5: savechildrentoday.org Amendment 3 gives Florida voters control of gambling. That's how it works in many places. Red states like Texas, blue states like California. Big states like New York and small ones like Rhode Island. That's how it used to work in Florida, too. For decades, gambling issues were decided by voters. Then, politicians took that power and used it to try to expand gambling. Amendment 3 returns power to the people, so casino licenses aren't for sale in Tallahassee. In the last decade, casino lobbyists gave nearly $50 million to Florida politicians. Restoring voter control will reduce casino corruption, hold the line on casino gambling, and empower you. Voters across America already have this power. You should, too. Vote yes on Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by Voters in Charge, P.O. Box 1991, Orlando, Florida 32802.
6: the jordan river and much much more call now to get your edi trip planned today at 727-460-1225 that's 727-460-1225 weekdays at 1 p.m don't miss fresh
1: wind radio with dr jomo cousins but what i've learned that as i say no my resolve is strengthened then when sin comes i can say no because i've disciplined myself to say no Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570 and online at Let's Talk Faith
2: John Crow Show on WAVA, brought to you in part by local expert Realty. Our realtor uh, Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. You want to talk to her about it? Here's her number 866 404 5858. That's 866 404 5858, or go to soldin58.com on the web. Facing Chapter 11, when your accountant says yes, but God says no, you can get this book at Amazon, of course. Janet Shahaki is the author, and uh, it's a powerful book from several different perspectives. Anybody who even wants to go into the business world ought to read it, but certainly every believer, every person who's walking through life has, as uh, Janet calls them, their Chapter 11 moments. We'll get more into that as to what that meant for her some time ago. But we're talking about the early years and uh, this new company that you started at a very young age Jansen, what is it what does it do originally and what were those first few years like
3: oh the first few years were fantastic it was like running the love boat <laughs> it was it was uh, it made it had a feeling of starting and running a business was just a little too easy and so i'm thinking oh this this couldn't be uh this couldn't be it couldn't get any better than this and so um in any event When we first started out, we focused exclusively on the aerospace market. That's the market that I knew. And then um, we ramped up quickly, landed a major house account, and the sky was the limit. I had a partner at the time, so Jan, Jan for Janet, son for Lawson, and uh, we were doing well. What we did not have, though, Don, was kind of that operational, foundational compass that I think every company has to have and of course by reading the book people can figure out I learned that the hard way.
2: Mm. What happened though particularly at what at what point did the things you get this incredible uh, chapter 11 moment which was as I as I was uh, thinking about earlier much longer than a moment but it was a a point at which everything seemed to come crashing down or uh, be on the verge of that. What happened?
3: Yeah, it came hard on like on a Friday afternoon. It came hard and fast. So we had 9-11 and then about five, six months after that, then it caught up with me. But it had been creeping up all along. I just didn't see it. And here's my lesson with that. Sometimes I think we want to ignore the warning signs in our life. I look back now and all the signs were there, but I chose to ignore them because I was having fun. I was having a great time. We were making money. I wasn't putting enough money away in the business. I didn't have my eye on the bottom line as well as I should. I was naive in a lot of pieces and parts. But, again, the perturbations were there. I just ignored them. And then it caught up to me, and I paid a hefty price.
2: It's clear in the book from the outset, God's always been a part of your life. But in those earlier days, how would you describe your relationship with him then?
3: That's a good question. I think in the earlier days, for the first time in my life, my religion became a relationship. I was convinced I was brought into this world a Baptist, right? I think I was a Baptist before I was anything else. And so, but, you know, you transition, you go to church your whole life, you do all the things, and then there comes a time when you get a test, and a test that you're not prepared for, because rarely are we prepared for them. They come hard, they come fast. And I didn't really have something to fall back on except him. So you're 32 years old. You're single. You're kind of in this alone. It's not like I had family money to fall back on. I didn't have a husband to fall back on. I I didn't have any of that. And so the only thing I could fall back on was him. And so at that time, my relationship with the Lord became personal. While I had accepted him younger, when I was 14, it became – tested in its personal nature at that time.
2: It reminds me of early in my own life, grew up in a pastor's home, became a Christian as a sophomore, went into Bible college ministry, so forth, went to California to uh, intern with my dad before going into full-time pastorate up in New England. But uh, just after getting there, I got smacked down with a real heavy case of mononucleosis. And i had been healthy as a horse my whole life. I'm 22, 21 years old, flat on my back. And, uh, you know, I'm just I remember when I stood in the doorway of a hospital ward where they were going to admit me to find out what was wrong with me. I'm standing there and I'm saying, Lord, what's going on? Mm -hmm. I'm out here because you called me into ministry, called me to be here. And this gentle voice that we come to recognize as the Holy Spirit said, son. Your faith is not anywhere near as strong as you thought it was. You're like my disciples in the boat when the storm came they all began to scream, Lord, we're perishing. And I'm just trying to teach you the difference between faith in theory and real faith. And that's really what you're talking about when, uh, we, as we say, the rubber meets the road in the hard place. Right? Oh, it
3: absolutely was.
2: Talk about uh, the, the day itself. Your accountant isn't sugarcoating anything. Uh, in fact, he's uh, he is uh, intransigent. I guess he's just right there with the only real recourse you have as far as he's concerned is that ugly word chapter 11 uh how bad was the situation that would make him do that and why did you decide not to take his counsel
3: i didn't know how bad it was at the time so i'm standing there in his office and he's telling me this news and i'm like he clearly has to know something a lot more than i do and i knew it was bad bad and I think I knew it was coming. But there again, sometimes in our life we know something's coming, but we still hope to deny it that it might go away. Well denial just delays it is all it does. So it comes hard and it comes fast. And I remember thinking, are you kidding me? And when I got into my car, the reason I fell apart is because of this. I knew God had given me Jansen. I knew Jansen was a gift and I took it I took it for granted. So take that into our own lives, just Mm. outside of business. God, God, the gift of health, health is a gift, right? Look how many things in life that are a gift, and do we take them for granted? I had taken Jansen for granted, and I was now faced with paying the price for doing that. And so when I got in the car, I just cried because I felt ashamed that I took advantage of a gift that God had given me. I had prayed for Jansen for two years before I started the company, and then my naiveness and having a great time and don't get me wrong i did a lot of things right but i did a lot of things wrong and it caught up and now i was going to have to close the door based on this expert's advice because from man's perspective i had no way out of it
2: talking with jen shahaki and the book is facing chapter 11 when your accountant says yes god has another thing in mind he says no And you can get it uh, at Amazon.com. We'll also give you her website and so forth as we proceed. And by the way, we're delighted today to share the day with our sister stations in uh, Tampa, Florida, 570 a.m., 910 a.m. and 102.1 FM in Tampa on the Bill Bunkley Show. And our prayers are still with your great host and my colleague, Bill Bunkley, that God will bring, bring him through his own challenges that he's been facing for some months now. Uh, as you describe it in the book, as I said, uh, and by the way, it's a wonderful, and I say this, I I said it when I was reading it, and I say it now, and I said it yesterday, kind of teasing today's visit, it's a riveting read, it really is, uh, and it's only shy of 200 pages in length, but as I was thinking of that, I thought, this is a journey that is much longer than 200 pages, and there were seasons of doubt on your part, despair, not every so often but back to back for a while what was it what was that like the the despair and the you know one day being up and saying well maybe this can be fixed and then
3: one day being under yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well it's heavy yeah. it's heavy and it's hard so every part of your being is going to be tested so whatever your chapter 11 moment is you're going to be tested physically spiritually emotionally financially you're going to be tested on every part of your life And that is also a time when you have a chance to tell yourself, you know, I can walk through this, but I only can walk through it because of his grace. So that weekend, when I went to bed Friday night and I prayed, my prayer was, Lord, I am sorry that I have to file for Chapter 11. I apologize for taking advantage of your gift. Four o'clock the next morning comes. God gets me up you know, you hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you, convicting you. And I'll never forget saying this, Don. I said, Lord, you've got to make it black and white because I can't handle any gray right now. <laughs> and, and people ask me, did you really say that? I'm like, I did. Because when you're at that point, you just need it crystal clear. But I thank God I had the upbringing I did. I thank God that, I, you know, uh, a, a godly mom and a good Christian home environment, because even though my parents divorced and, and all that, but even through all of that, God can just show his richness and his blessing and you know, uh, brother and sister that always supported me and stuff. And so, but you've got, you just know his voice when it comes out and it came out and it just was abundantly clear that I wasn't to file. But here's the hard part. Coming to that, like, okay, God's told me I'm not to file. The how he was going to deliver, the when, the what I was going to face. And here's the deal, what was going to be required of me? Like this wasn't just about, You know, a dump truck of money showing up. God was going to lead me through a season of change. And here's one of the things I talk about when I teach in military uh, environments. It's not change that we usually resist. It's transition. Because we get comfortable in the way we've done things. And God was like, I don't want you to be comfortable anymore in the way you've run this company. I'm going to shake all that up because I need you to unlearn some learned behaviors. Mm -hmm. I need you to give some things up. And that's what had to happen.
2: We're going to take a break and come back. There's much more. In fact, there's more to the book than we'll have time in this, in this uh, quick visit to uh, share together. But we do want you to know about it. And if you're just joining us, it's called Facing Chapter 11, When Your Accountant Says Yes, But God Says No. And it's available, of course, at Amazon.com. And the website is janetshahaki.com C-H-I-H-O-C-K-Y. I think I got it right this time. Uh, Janet, dot uh, com, And you can connect to, with some other aspects of her work as well when you go to that website. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with more, so stay right where you are.
7: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. At Cal State, Long Beach, a handsome statue known as Prospector Pete will be moved. And sports teams will drop the 49ers mascot because gold rush references now count as racist. One Native American activist said that walking by a statue that's put in a prominent place, that's another type of trauma that's being imposed on me. But if the gold rush that began 170 years ago was a calamity, then California itself is a calamity. The state exists because of the fastest migration in human history, with nearly 300,000 newcomers arriving to seek instant wealth. They included Chinese, Hawaiians, Latin Americans, Australians, and even Native people from outside California. The gold they drew from the earth built the federal treasury and helped make America an economic superpower for the first time. I'm Michael Medved.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow.
7: Hey, I'm Brant. So there's this guy named Jordan. He's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska and he goes to the doctor, true story, he goes to the doctor and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched earlier from medical insurance to MediShare, where Christians share each other's medical bills. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this actually going to work?
3: Are medical bills... Exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills.
7: And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare
8: is is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare.
7: It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. So if you want to find out more, here is a number for you. 844 Bible. That's eight four 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 one B I B L E. For Christian families,
9: funerals are significant events. Veterans Funeral Care believes funerals in your church are the best way to say goodbye. Using your home church means not having to pay for funeral home facilities, saving you thirty percent over top of mind funeral homes. Veterans Funeral Care is Christian-owned and operated by 5th-Generation Tampa Bay Natives. Call 727-524-9202 for a free Tampa Bay Church Funeral Plan brochure or visit
10: VeteransFuneralCare.com. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr.
8: Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. But not only that, He gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at Let's letstalkfaith.com.
8: Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com.
2: Von Crow Show on WAVA, sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. My guest this hour, Janet Shahaki Wonderful book that she's written. It is her story. Well, it's God's story, really, that he has uh, given her to share to you with you facing Chapter 11 when your accountant says yes, but God says no. By the way, you can uh, find her on Instagram at Janet JanetShihaki.com number one the number one and then her facebook page janet marie shahaki c-h-i-h-o-c-k-y now you say crow i'm in my car i can't remember all that just email me at w at uh, dks at and i'll send those uh, links out to you dks at com. Proverbs seventeen, seventeen. I know you know these words. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. And as I read the book, I said God gave you some incredible friends and brothers, if you will, during this dark season of your life. What can you tell us about that?
3: Little did I know that the women, and especially the men, that God brought along at that time, The men had a thread in common, two threads. Number one, they were believers, but second of all, they were former military. So perhaps even way back then, God was whetting my appetite for what would come years later. The women, my friends, Jeannie and Jeanette and others, were just strong and steadfast. And, you know, when you're going through a tragedy, you don't need, you know, a thousand people around you. You need a couple of people around you who's going to lock arms and say, I'm praying for you. I'm going to call you, encourage you. I'm going to encourage you according to the Bible. I'm going to stand in the gap for you because when you're so weak and you're so tired and you just need that, and, and God brought me more than I realized that I had.
2: And then there's your mother.
3: There is. There's old <laughs> Betty.
2: <laughs> she played and plays a major role in this journey. Boy, she picked you up when you were really at the bottom more than once, didn't she?
3: Jam brace up. Yep. Yes, she did. You know, she taught us, all of us kids, all three of us, that a little elbow grease never hurt anybody. Uh, she taught us to brace up. She taught us, you know, life isn't fair. It's not always going to be fair. And you've got to just kind of roll with it. And so, uh, but she worked for me for a number of years, and she encouraged me and prayed for me. And I think what I admire about my mom is that she was consistent with that. Mm. She really was. She, she was believed in all of her kids, and, and, uh, and she never wavered on that.
2: I read earlier in the bio, but I didn't read it on the air. You lead a team of over 25 strategists, analysts, designers, communication professionals, and you yourself serve as a lead strateg- a strateg- strategist for several of the firm's accounts, but you're also now in the military market. Uh, and uh, talk about that whole new area that, I, as I gather, Jansen really wasn't in originally, was
3: it? We were not. I had the opportunity to... introduced to that market back in the 2006 time frame so I get a phone call I'll make a long story very short and I was asked by a friend through I knew that I knew from my working with NASA I never worked for NASA but I worked on a NASA project with them and she said hey listen there's this four-star military command that needs a brand assessment done and we think you should do it I'm like I don't know if I can do it the way they want it done I mean that's the military that's the army I don't know how they want it We'll just send your bio. So I send my bio, and before I know, I get a phone call. We want you to go out to a depot out in the middle of, you know, Salt Lake City, Utah, in the middle of nowhere, called Toella Army Depot. So here I go, and not knowing what to expect, not kind of not knowing kind of how they wanted it done. And, Don, I was out there for a week, and I finally concluded, I don't know the way they want it done, so I'm just going to do it the only way I knew how to do it. And I helped them find their story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people need help with in life, which is what's my story, right? And so sometimes we have to turn things upside down in order to do it. Anyway, six months later, a contract came out. Jansen won that contract. One thing led to the next, and, and um, God just opened some doors. But I will tell you, our, our entrance into the military market has come with a price as well. You just don't walk into that market if you're not from the club, and just kind of bust your way in. You got to learn the market. You got to take the time. You got to work the relationships. So it it took years, to be honest with you.
2: Speaking of relationships, I want to go back just before this next break and have you shared the pain of betrayal when you were with Jansen, and as I've said at the outset, everything was coming apart, unglued, flame going down, plane going down in flames. It appeared. And the experience of betrayal, but Mm -hmm. then years later, amazing healing. Can you tell a little bit of that?
3: I love that story because that gentleman called me 14 years later. And when he called, I was en route to Fort Belvoir for a meeting. And when my phone rang, all, all I had to hear was hi, and I knew it was him. Like I knew that voice. And he said, I owe you an apology. He, we didn't have to go back to the date, the time. We didn't have to go relive it all. As I say in the book, while it probably took him 14 years to get ready to apologize, it took me 14 mm. years to get ready to forgive. Got that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Folks, there's so much more in the book that will bless you and really encourage your heart and challenge you in your own walk with the Lord and what God's doing in your chapter 11 moments and i have no doubt every one of you can relate one way or another as i said at the outset maybe not financially maybe a business situation maybe not but we all have them those crisis moments when it just seems like everything's falling apart and often we say where is god in all of this and the point is we know the psalmist said he's right in the middle of it he is a very present help in trouble but he wants to get our attention stay with us this book will help you Again, it's available at Amazon.com. Facing chapter 11 when your accountant says yes, but God says no. Your
11: child is back in school, and you already know that this isn't working out. The values, the curriculum, the influences it's just not the right fit. It's not too late to make a change choose from the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay with half-off tuition at christiantuitions.com. A private Christian school could be the key to success in your child's education and in life. Choose the right school for your child and get half-off tuition at christiantuitions.com.
6: the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727 460 1225. That's 727 460 1225. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Are you sure?
10: Yeah. Be an adventurer.
0: First man to walk on the moon. That'd be something.
1: The movie First Man tells the story behind the first U.S. trip to the moon and, of course, the iconic astronaut at its center, Neil Armstrong. From a story and historical perspective, this film is involving and it's moving. It talks of the grit and sacrifice needed for a nearly impossible feat. On the other hand, we are shown fiery deaths and the violence and peril of spaceflight. And the harsh language will at times launch this film outside of viewing family's comfort range. With that in mind, I'll give First Man a two and a half out of five for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to visit PluggedIn.com radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the
10: Family's Plugged In Movie Review.
5: I learned that God loves us so unconditionally that he sent his only son to be born as a human being baby so we could relate to him.
1: Kelly Stigliano on Focus on the Family Minute.
5: And that he grew to be a man and was crucified, died, and and buried, and he rose three days later. And he lives now in heaven and in the hearts of everyone who asks him to come into their hearts to live. The Bible says that we have all sinned and fall short of God's glory. And you know, when Jesus died on the cross, it was his choice he did it on his own. No one forced him. The Bible says that that's how God demonstrated his love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ did choose to die for us. And the Bible also says that if we'll just confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts, we'll be saved. It really is just that simple.
7: Confess with your mouth, believe with your heart, and trust in God's goodness. More at familyminute.org.
8: I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on the Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore, why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today.
2: The Don Crow Show on WAVA, also on The Bill Bunkley Show. Faith Talk, 570 a.m., 910 a.m., and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Janet Shahaki is my guest. The book is Facing Chapter 11 When Your Accountant Says Yes, But God Says No. It's an amazing story. I guarantee you, you start to read it, you're going to have a hard time putting it down. And you can get it at Amazon.com. Uh, what are the things uh, that you would do differently today, Janet, if you were starting a brand new business as you were? Uh, I'm sure there's some things you'd do the same. But what are some of the things you'd do differently now that God has brought you through this experience?
3: Well, I'm actually starting another business. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's, yeah.
2: it's moved from theory to reality. Yes, uh, it's
3: moved from theory to reality. That We won't get into all that, but that's what Crossing Careers is going to be about, and um, which is my outreach to Christian entrepreneurs and working men and women. And
2: that's going to be a television show? Or? It
3: is, in concert with Christian Television Network. Outstanding. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. That's I great. Yes, I think we need to keep the cross active in the secular markets. And he told Amen. us to go out into the marketplace, so let's go do it. So what am I doing differently with this business than what I did uh, when I started 20 years ago? I think perhaps I have a little better of an operational mind today than I did before. Get your data before you before you launch out on the market. You know, um, you know what they say in a small business: cash is king. Well, data is queen. Mm. Go get your data. Go learn about your market. Learn about your competitors. Learn about the space you're going to be in. Just because, again, you got a great idea, doesn't mean that that can drive demand. So even when we looked at crossing careers, we wanted to find where is the sweet spot in the market that I could go to. That is what I like to call, well, which was one of my favorite business books, a blue ocean strategy. Where's a nice blue ocean, right? And so uh, that's one of the things I think I've learned. Surround yourself with people who are as passionate as you are. Um, and I think that is that's critical, okay? You don't need a bunch of people around you who's going to tell you what you want to hear. But put people around you that have an opinion. Put people around you that are passionate, believe in the cause, and who's willing to work equally as hard as you are. Um, I think the other part that I've learned over the years is, uh, well, I say to Jansen, listen, think, and then deliver. Don't underestimate the power of listening. I've walked into, you know, I've walked into offices of four-star commanders, and I've learned more by listening. When I listen, i ask the right questions. So listen, and then start to think. Don't be afraid to think. Don't be afraid to to let your mind get out of Mm. a, a sandbox. Don't be afraid to... You know, people say, well, I don't mean to ask you this stupid question. I don't believe there's a stupid question if you thought about it. If you haven't thought about it, then it might sound stupid. <laughs> but if you have <laughs> thought about it, then. So think and then deliver. So yeah. think it through. Don't be afraid to think. Don't look for the easy answer all the time. I'll give you this story real quick. Earlier this week, a client called me, and he was telling me about a promotion that he got. And this is a GS-15 uh, within DOD. And when he was, when he was offered which directorate, To have, this is what he told his commander, give me the most difficult directorate to run. He wants to keep growing. He wants to keep learning. Every every individual should want to keep growing. And I think, like I look at Jansen today, I want to run Jansen better on Monday than I did today. I want to launch crossingcareers.com better than I did launching Jansen.
2: In the book itself also, during that uh, time when you really had to face reality about what had been done and what hadn't been, one of the things that those folks, your accountants uh, who helped you work through all of this had to tell you, they had to tell you some hard things, including, uh, I'm thinking right now of extra office space that you had negotiated on, Uh, the principle there, growing at the right pace versus growing, trying to grow faster than you're ready for.
3: So do not allow your infrastructure to get ahead of your sales. Okay, so what I was doing is I was adding on infrastructure before I had all the booked revenue, and especially now when we have a very virtual mindset market, uh, don't feel like you've got to go out and just exhaust a bunch of infrastructure. Get your sales in place. Get your people. Your people are absolutely key, but I did have a lot of people, and especially Jim Rissmiller, who God brought along my path, who had been my former basketball coach. Uh, Come in and tell me some very direct things. Don't be afraid of direct advice. I think, actually, I think, Don, and I'll say this because I am a female. I think a lot of women go, "Oh, I can't believe you just said it to me that way. That hurt my feelings. Get over it." (laughs) You know, you got to get over it and brace up to it a little bit.
2: Yeah, that uh, that, the interchange that went on between you and Jim was wonderful to read because he's no nonsense. Totally no nonsense, and that's what you needed. He
3: He, I did need it. Yeah. I did.
2: And there are other people, I don't know that we'll have time uh, to uh, get to them or even want to get to all the stories because we don't want folks to mm-hmm. we read the book. We That's do. We point. want to but buy the book. Can we talk for just a moment about Billy?
3: Oh, gosh.
2: That I... part brought me to tears.
3: Yeah, it should anybody. The question is, Don, could you be a Billy? Could I be a Billy? Could we say, I can't explain it. All I know is God has told me to help this woman. And to this day, Don, Billy could walk in the door, and I wouldn't know who Billy is. And
2: he's not even from this area.
3: He's not from this area. I've never met him. So when someone comes along, so here's what happened. I said, well, Jim, bound, he needs to see my business plan. He needs to see my resume. I should fly down there. We'll have a conversation. Let me know if I need to bring a lawyer involved. And Jim's like, stop. Billy said he's all in. So you want to talk about a position of faith that I think encourages all of us believers What if God impresses on our heart? I want you to pour into the life of a complete stranger. I want you to collateralize a half a million dollar loan. I don't want you to ask any questions. I don't want there to be any strings attached. I'm just telling you that God told that man to do it. He did it. And Billy, I think, is the star of the book, if you want my honest story.
2: I would agree. I would agree. And there are quite a few in the book, some stars, by the way. You must get some copies, as I said at the outset, folks. Don't uh, stop at just one. Buy several copies. Send them to friends, family members, facing Chapter 11, when your accountant says yes, but God says no. And uh, Facebook, Janet Marie Shahaki C-H-I-H-O-C-K-Y. Instagram, Janet Shahaki number one. And we're going to come back with more in a moment. Stay with us.
8: I love Save the Children. I support Save the Children because they do just that. They save children on the brink of death from starvation every day. But I also love Save the Children because they do it right here at home. I'm Bill Carl, and I can tell you that in the wake of Hurricane Florence, Save the Children has been on the scene, providing for the needs of thousands of children and families. Would you join me in supporting Save the Children? Your gift of $60 saves a starving child. Click the Save the Children banner at lets-talk-faith.com
4: For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children Can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death, will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org.
5: This is Sue Hewitt for Town
4: Hall Review. If you're like me, you want more than just facts. You want insight from people you trust. People like Dennis Prager, Michael Bedved, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and of course me, your host each week on the Town Hall Review, a weekly roundup of the news. Tune in each week and visit our website at TownHallReview.com. That's TownHallReview.com.
1: Sunday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM
11: 102.1. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling Cultivating a Love of Learning Through a Christian Worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate Lee Bortens. I want to welcome my dear friend Mary Alce, to the show today. Um, Mary, You and I are in the same boat now. Our children have all left us. They're either in college or graduated. Share with me how this last year's been as your children have moved on. Well, thank you, Lee, for having me. And it is true. Facebook has labeled me as a flown and grown. (laughs) So I've grown them and they've flown. <laughs> and so that's where we are. And it has only been really recent that my youngest has gone off to serve in our military. And so now I uh, have one in college and one has graduated from college and is working in her first full-time permanent job. And so um, tell me the question again, Lee. How are you feeling personally about empty nesting? Yes, it is something. It is not Nothing that's right? true, but it is what our mission is is to raise adults, and I am part now of that middle generation because both of my parents are still alive, but I also now have adult children. It is very, very different when we're growing up. we look forward to being married, having children, and we don't really think about the story beyond that, do we? No, but it is what life is, and to quote my dad, Mary, well, what did you expect? Mm-hmm. It is life. Yeah, I love your dad. He um, doesn't mind getting old because he said as time goes faster, it makes it so it's Christmas every day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Soon it will be one continuous Christmas. Absolutely. That is great. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bortons. To learn more, visit classicalconversations.com.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com.
2: A couple of more minutes with my guest, Janet Shahaki and the book, again, uh, really want to get that the title in your head. Facing chapter 11 when your accountant says yes, but God says no available at Amazon. And Janet uh, Joel, we uh, many of us know the words well. Their words to Israel after she got by, back on track God said, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the young locusts, the destroying locusts, etc. You'll have plenty to eat until you're satisfied. Uh, talk about what you can share in that regard as to how God has restored your work, your business, your career, your life that's come out of all this once you've got, uh, to put it in a non theologic way, you've got your ducks in a, row, in a row, so to speak, with the Lord.
3: Well, I would love to tell you that after chapter eleven, that I was where I needed to be, but I would be lying to you. It's been a work in process, mm. right? And I think we're all a work in process. And so, I had some a lot. I still had a lot to learn after that season, um, and some valleys still yet I had to go through. But I look at where I am now and where Jansen is now, on solid footing, very focused on what we do, um, processes for how we run the company, uh, processes for the types of candidates that we want to bring to the table. But I look at terms of this, Don, and that is the best decisions that I can make at Jansen are the ones that I've taken before the Lord. Mm. When I get ahead of myself, that's usually when I make a a wrong left turn, Uh, when I make a decision just out of a reactionary moment. I think what I've done and I try to do every day is just what would God have me do? What would God have Jansen do? Just like praying over Crossing Careers and, and this opportunity with Christian Television Network, I had to go into a little season of fasting and praying about that. And I don't say all this to sound, you know, um, overly righteous. I say it to say we he created every one of us for a purpose. And the goal is to find the purpose, and the goal is to pursue it. And so my passion to pursue it is stronger today than it's been before I think what we're doing at Janssen uh, and and the work that we are blessed to do, um, it, it, it's it's more refined. And I think what God has taught me is, is uh, don't underestimate the power of what he can't do. There's nothing he can't do.
2: On that note, we have to break. Uh, as I said, we need to have you back, take some phone calls from listeners uh, on uh, this sort of thing. And, folks, as we've been saying off air, as a matter of fact, this isn't only for those of you who may be in a financial crisis right now. Uh, that chapter 11 is a very familiar phrase to all of us, but you may be in the middle of your chapter 11 right now. It has nothing to do with your money. It may have to do with your marriage. It may have to do with any number of other things, your health. This book will help you. Facing chapter 11, When Your Accountant Says Yes, But God Says No. Thank you, Janet, for coming in.
3: Thank you, Don. God bless you.
2: By the way, the website, again, is JanetShahaki.com, C-H-I-H-O-C-K-Y. <laughs>
3: Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll is heard weekday mornings at 6:30 on Life Changing Talk Radio WAVA.
11: We are here to give you strength between Sundays.
10: So he reveals himself to this Abraham. God says to him, "I'm going to through you and your descendants." build and establish a nation.
11: We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, online at Let's letstalkfaith.com.
1: Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
8: Hey, this is Bill Carl. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate your time here on the Salem Media Group stations. I'm with Scott Wilder from Save the Children, Scott, for the last few weeks, we've been talking with you and with our listeners about the work of Save the Children. And we've really been focusing on their work to save uh, children who are suffering severe acute malnutrition in places like the Horn of Africa, in Ethiopia, Somalia. And our opportunity to respond with ready-to-use therapeutic food, we've been talking about... Uh, being able to take a gift of $60 and to save a child's life. And that phone number, by the way, is 888-884-4836. But as you know, and as you and I have spoken of here in Florida, we right now are, are fighting this damage that's been done by this major hurricane, uh, Hurricane Michael, that has devastated our northeast uh, panhandle towns places like mexico beach uh, apalachicola uh, we've seen damage in panama uh, city and that damage, damages of course have gone up through uh, georgia and now into south carolina and so we find ourselves on one hand saying hey we've got to take care of this need and yet this this need is right in front of our face yeah. and so uh, I, and i know you're sympathetic to that i'm also Uh, And I'm thankful for that. I'm also thankful to say that Save the Children is right in the middle of that mix, that even though we are still, uh, you know, have our hearts on what's going on over there, so to speak, uh, in Africa and Indonesia and other countries, we're also so blessed to know that Save the Children is right here, right now, and they are already intervening in the aftermath of Hurricane Michael.
4: Yeah, that's such
9: a good point. And, And just a reminder Uh, no matter what, no matter any dollar that is given to save the children, we talked before about how 86 cents goes directly to program needs. But maybe we haven't talked enough about how 10 percent of every single dollar is set aside for emergency needs just like this. So so we yes, we are on the ground uh, for those that are impacted by Hurricane Michael. But but also just know that whether you were giving money to water purification in Ethiopia, or whether you're giving the emergency nutrition in certain parts of the world, ten percent, every ten percent. this on the website. We're we're above board about this. Ten percent of every dollar is set aside because we know there are emergencies that take place. Whether it's tsunamis, whether it's earthquakes in other countries, whether it's hurricanes here in this country, um, and and we have that money standing by specifically for that cause. So just know that we might talk about. You might hear somewhere else, or what's on television about one kind of need or another. Just know that Save the Children is always going to be wherever the needs for children are the greatest. And so your gift today, where we use the $60 one-time gift, because when we're, you know, in America, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the pursuit of happiness means nothing if we don't have liberty. And liberty means nothing if we don't have life. And so those are in that order for a reason, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. We can improve people's lives, uh, but we first have to save them from death. And in the case of uh, where I've been most recently in Ethiopia and East Africa, the Horn of Africa, Yemen, Somalia, um, you know, you you have you have you have a Hurricane Michael every day, you have a 9/11 every day in that part of the world, and so you know, Save the Children is not simply an American. Uh, centric organization, 125 countries around the world and also right here at home. So, yeah, we talk about, I mean, obviously, when you call the number 888-884-4836 or when you click on the link, you know, but especially if you call the number 888-884-4836, they're going to talk about exactly what we're talking about, which is Africa and emergency nutrition. But you should know that you're partnering with an organization that is called FIRST by the Red Cross. When there are needs for children, it is called first by FEMA uh, when the federal government, when the federal government runs into a place and there's a problem specific to children, they call Save the Children first. So uh, yes, over there, but also very much over here, and I and I, I understand that, you know, when we're talking to, to Floridians, we're talking to people that are impacted. Gosh, almost every year, or certainly every year, in some way, by uh, this kind of weather event and natural disaster um don't ever think for a second that your participation with save the children is 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 going to abandon what's going on right here at home we are in those shelters right here at home we see that devastation uh right there on on the beach and those families that are trying to go back through and forage and take a look at what is left behind you know a planter or a refrigerator is two doors down. I mean, we are with those people right now. So it's over there, but it's also right here at home. Uh, but when we decided to uh, – I want to spend some time um, on, on uh, the Salem stations here. Uh, obviously, we didn't know at that moment about Hurricane Michael. But that doesn't mean that, say, the Children is not doing work at this very moment uh, for families and children, specifically children impacted by Hurricane Michael.
8: We need to hear from you right now. The phone number is 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Call Save the Children now and make your gift. You can also do that at Let's Talk dot com. Again, that's Let's Talk dot com. Just click on the Save the Children banner and know that, well, of course, Save the Children is focused over there. They are also focused right here where they began in the united states of america and scott you know the thing that i really appreciate about save the children is it's not just uh get in there drop off some tents drop off some food and then see you later save the children has a reputation for long-term response for going into that village where there's been malnutrition and staying long enough to see a real change Uh, in situations like we're encountering here i was just reading save the children's press release That the response is not just going to be essential child focused supplies, which is what they've done with Hurricane Florence and they did last year. Uh, With Harvey and I'm sure with Irma and Maria, Uh, but also in the days and weeks ahead, and I've seen examples of this in Tennessee, Save the Children will be on hand at schools and child care centers that have been damaged to help kids back into their normal routine. So when we talk about that and we talk about the ongoing work that we've been speaking of for several weeks now, the the ready-to-use therapeutic nutrition or therapeutic food, the help with those who are in need uh in terms of hunger and in terms of starvation you can know that save the children is there for the long term for the long haul i think that has a great deal of meaning
9: you know I, that's a great point and and i'll tell you where we were in the, the southern appalachia region a, g- a good example is uh when wildfires uh blew through there in, in gatlinburg and Sevierville and, and the whole area um in three of those counties Save the children had already been working and had established a presence for the last 83 years. So we already knew all the superintendents of the school districts. We knew all the principals of all the schools. We knew most of the teachers in every single school. We knew all the needs of all the kids that are on after-school programs or lunch programs or breakfast programs. We knew all of those things. So that's a good example of how we don't just leave when the news moves on to the next obsession, we don't just move from thing to thing to thing. Uh, We are not there to get the juice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not there just to get the pub. Uh, We are there to serve families and children. And that's what we do time and again. We do it on the United States. We do it around the world. We do it where people notice it. And we do it mostly where people don't notice it. Uh, We're in refugee camps around the world where no cameras are. We're in many countries where no news at all is being reported of the work that's being done by Save the Children. But it's not about that for Save the Children. What it's about is making sure that every child has a right to life, has uh, the right to safety and protection from harm, has a right to education, and a right to meet their potential. And so that, that really is the only way that success and effectiveness is measured by Save the Children. And, you know, today, when your $60 gift uh, will bring a child back from the brink of death. By providing emergency nutrition and uh, that is the beginning you, know, you can't improve a child's life here or there if you don't save the life of a child when you have the opportunity and so that's the focus of our opportunity today knowing that Save the Children does so many things knowing that 86 cents of every dollar goes directly to program needs only 5% goes to administration that's a remarkable number by the way if you know anything about this kind of stuff and 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 knowing also that 10 percent of every gift is set aside for emergencies, just like what is going on right here in our own backyard uh, because of Hurricane Michael.
8: We need to hear from you. Call 888-884-4836. That's the number for Save the Children. And you need to make your gift today. There, just I'm telling you, the need is so great and the opportunity is now and to be able to give to an organization and partner with an organization that has both a strategy that is now and, and deals with acute needs and then uh, brings support in the long term, uh, it's, it's more rare than you think. Uh, you can also give by clicking the Save the Children banner at let's Talk faithcom I want you to call and make your very best gift right now. Again, that's 888. 888- Eight eight four four eight three six. 4836 Now, Scott, you know me. I get a little wound up and I say the number a little fast sometimes. So, <laughs> so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna intentionally just kind of eight 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 four four eight three six. That's the phone number for Save the Children. Again, click the Save the Children banner at let's com. And, Scott, you know, I think it's true. You know, when we're talking about kids who are suffering with starvation, with lack of food, uh, we often think of that acute relief that somebody coming in and dropping and airlifting a bunch of food in. Uh, Obviously, in this case, coming in with the ready-to-use therapeutic food, the plumpy nut uh, to bring kids back to life. And, And that's what Save the Children does well. But they also do very well coming up in the background And addressing the root causes of poverty in a given area, the contributing factors, helping to mitigate that, helping to make a difference. And I think that's important because, uh, hey, listen, I know right now as you're uh, into this broadcast, maybe you're already thinking, well, uh, uh, let's go buy all the baby formula that we can buy. Let's go buy this and we will put it on a a plane and we will get it where it needs to go. And and you know what? That's a great uh, sentiment. But there's a way to do this in which you can work with a with a charity that knows how to do it, because right now I got to tell you, and especially I think you'll see this with with uh, Hurricane Michael. There are so many people with great intentions who want to do amazing things, but sometimes you get a truck and you get to where you're supposed to be going. And there's a guy standing there in a uniform saying you can't go in this way. Well, I've got a truckload of food and diapers. Well, this is not where you go. Well, where do we take it? Well, I don't know. How do you connect with the person who's going to help you get that to the person who needs that? That's a big, big question. And that's why uh, folks like the American Red Cross and FEMA rely on Save the Children in so many cases to do this.
9: No, that, that, that's, a, that's a great point. That, that when you, you may see organizations and ministries and, and nonprofits and charities that will feel a little bit rough. And they'll go somewhere, and then they, they say, well, it was really tough to get in. We couldn't get in. I mean, I don't know why. You don't have to worry about that with save the children. I mean, that's all the interest you can imagine after 100 years. I mean, the centennial is next uh, May, I think, uh, 100 years of Save the Children. Uh, we've established relationships. We already know the people. The people know us. The government knows us. No government person is going to stand in the way and say, well, who are you, what are you doing? It's like Save the Children, we've been invited. I mean, we're, we're here because you asked us to be here. And so that's never a problem uh, with Save the Children. It's never going to be you – know, I remember the old days when maybe we would uh, go do things about Bibles, and somebody said, I have a, an old NIV that I want to mail to somebody in China. And you, you add up all the dollars that it takes to take it and ship it, and it's like, dude, we can print them uh, in Hong Kong cheaper. We, we have infrastructure that's already set up. And that's exactly the same thing with um, Save the Children. It's already set up. All you, you have to reinvent it. We spent 100 years inventing it. We, we made mistakes along the way. Mm-hmm. We took notes along the way. That's we right. learned things along the way. It's already done. All you have to do is hop on board this moving train and say, you know what, we want to be a part of it. So, you know, run alongside and grab the handrail and hop on board because we, we have already have it set up and we're good to go. We're invited, we're allowed in all these places, and there's some places where uh, nothing from us could, you or me, I mean, could even possibly get there because infrastructure is already in place. It's already built. Uh, All you have to do is say, I want to be a part of it. So, you know, other people are doing the heavy lifting. All we have to do is say, hey, you know what? 60 bucks can save the life of a child. I'll do 600. I'll do 300. I was on the the radio uh, just yesterday, in uh, another city, and a guy calls and says, I'll do $1,000, $1,000 oh, wow. $1, one-time gift. Another guy said, I'll do $600. Another man said, I'll do $300 one-time gift. I mean, this is not unusual at all. So you can do $60, you can do $600, you can do $6,000, knowing that, uh, that every single $60 can provide enough emergency nutrition to save the life of a child. Yes, we do work over there. Yes, we do work over here. But, you know, it's, it's, it, when you see a child, if we were at an intersection – and you saw a child about to step into the street. You wouldn't ask who their parent is. You wouldn't pray about it. You wouldn't think about it. You would react and you would pull them back, even if they didn't look like you, even if they weren't from your city, even if they weren't of your religion. You would reach out and grab them and pull them back because you're in a position to save the life of a child that you did it. Uh, and I think sometimes we, we almost long for opportunities to delay what God has given us, an instinct to respond to quickly. And I would just say, uh, respond to it quickly. Know that you are blessed. Know that we are in a position. Know that if you see a child that is about to expire, about to die, about to starve, if it were about to drown, you would reach out and grab them and pull them up into the air. Uh, And so we have a chance to do that today, and uh, it's such an exciting thing to be able to do. Um, I Really, uh, what kind of friends would we be if we didn't give you this chance to do it? And know that, yeah, absolutely, Save the Children is on the ground right here in Florida, is on the ground in uh, Flint, Michigan for the water crisis, is on the ground in uh, Central Valley, California with migrant workers' children who have nothing, on the ground in Appalachia with children who have one or two parents or both parents incarcerated because of uh, meth or because of the opioid crisis, now, we are on the ground in all those places, but don't don't be distracted by the opportunity you have today. Don't be distracted by the, uh, the the many things that can be done. Look for the one thing today that we are going to do, and that is save the life of a child. And the question really is only how many children will you save today?
8: Make that call right now, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Your gift of $60 right now saves a child on the brink of death and allows save the children to do the great work that they've been doing now for over a hundred years. So you can know that your gift has an effect, that it makes a difference and that it's being utilized by an organization that has a track record for integrity and effectiveness. Charity navigator, have a look there at save the children. I just challenge you to take a moment and do that. But most of all, while this moment is fresh and while it's on your mind, go to the phone and call 888-888. Eight eight four four eight three six, or click the banner for Save the Children at Let's Talk Faith.com. Again, that's Let's Talk Faith.com. And Scott, you know, we started this conversation several weeks ago, and our focus was on uh, children who are suffering with severe acute malnutrition. And uh, that continues to be the focus. We continue to want to reach out and addresses ongoing need with ready-to-use therapeutic food and the workers it takes to administer that. But at the same time, it's important for our listeners to know that Save the Children isn't something that just happens over there on the other side of a globe when you get on a jet and you fly to London and then you fly to somewhere else, you know, you're three or four flights in and... You know, three days later, you land where Save the Children is. Save the Children right now, as I am in my studio here in Tampa, Florida, their workers are on the ground assessing and working uh, literally three to four hours from here in the aftermath of Hurricane Michael. That blesses me to know that it's not just about over there. It's about over here. The phone number is 888 884 4836 that's 888-884-4836. You can click the Save the Children banner online at Let'sTalkFaith.com.
9: You know, Save the Children is, is quite effective uh, over there, but you also are partnering with a group that I, I would venture to say there are very few uh, groups in this country, working in this country, to improve the lives of children that are focused on the, the welfare of children that are as trustworthy and as hardworking and as effective and as efficient as Save the Children. So when you partner with Save the Children for any specific cause, um, just know that that's the group you're partnering with. You're partnering – think of it this way. If you, if, you were a, if you had a church that you went to and your church did uh, a mission trip to Romania, uh, you, would, you would say, I want to go to Romania. I, I want to see what they're doing there. I want to be a part of that. Uh, You wouldn't say, well, we we have kids right here. We don't have to go to Romania. Why are we doing Romania? Mm. You you would know that your church is working right in your own hometown. But also there are sometimes extraordinary things going on in other parts of the world. And you have the opportunity to go and be a part of that. And God did not call us just to help people that look just like us. God does not call us to just uh, save the people that are white or to save the people that are American or save the people who speak English, or bathe once a day, or eat three times a day. Uh, he has called us to do more than that. And this is an opportunity to do. So I would just think, say, think of it that way. You would never go to your, I would hope, you would never go to your pastor or your church and say, why are we doing missions work? Mm. We, we got people that need coats right here. <laughs> why, why are we sending stuff to Guatemala? Why are we doing work in Haiti? There, there may have been an earthquake or a tsunami, but gosh, we have people right here that need help. You wouldn't do that because you shouldn't do that right you would say you would say we're going to be a part of it man we're a part of a great church that does work right here and does work work over there also in the same way that say the children does that it just happens to do it in a few more places than most of our churches do uh, it does it 125 countries around the world and also right here well
8: i'm sa- i'm thankful that it's not an either or proposition and when people right. bring that up as an either or proposition Uh, or you know this or that proposition, I I just feel like the scope of their vision is small. And I know that our listeners don't have small vision. I know that our listeners realize, Scott, that uh, helping save the children, help kids over there, and helping save the children, help kids over here, is not a we do this or we do that, but we can't do both things. And that's so important to know. And you've already made it clear that when we do – uh, work with uh, with children who are suffering with severe acute malnutrition, uh, and we make gifts toward programs like that. That those gifts, uh, there is a you know an opportunity where Save the Children holds back a certain amount of that for emergencies, just like we're going through right now. And so it's not an it's not a this or that proposition. It's a this and that proposition. And I'm right. so thankful. Uh, it makes me proud to be uh, even more so to be affiliated and to be associated with you guys with Save the Children. The phone number for you to call right now is you want to make a difference is 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk dot com. Listen, do as much or as, just do as much as you can. Listen, you can maybe make a five dollar gift and that'll make a huge difference you might be able to make a $500 gift. It, it's not a matter of how much. It's about how much you can do, how much you're unable to do, how much you feel like you can bring out of your budget to be there for somebody else who's in desperate need. 888-884-4836 or letstalkfaith.com. Just go ahead and click the Save the Children banner. Scott, we're, we've are just got about a minute and a half left before we finish up, and the need is so crucial. You
9: know, I, I would just say, it has, and I would just say that You know, there's such a difference between feeding a hungry child and and saving a starving child. And we've talked about some of the comparisons and analogies and ways to think of it. And I thought of another one, uh, especially maybe specifically for the people of uh, Florida and the beach types. There is a difference between a sunburn and a sunstroke. Mm. If someone is suffering from a sunstroke, that is a very different thing from a sunburn. Now, usually people that suffer from sunstrokes, Many times they have already suffered from some kind of sunburn. The sunburn or being exposed for an extended period of time resulted in something even more dramatic and a medical state that had to have a medical solution. In the same way, uh, a child that is suffering from severe acute malnutrition, they are not simply hungry. Uh, They've gone without hunger. Uh, They've been in the sun, baked for a long period of time, and now they are suffering from this other thing, that we can provide something to save their life. So uh, maybe, that, maybe that rings truer uh, for, for some people in this audience than maybe other parts of like Denver, for example. But uh, I, I think it's important to know that we are saving kids' lives. We're not feed, just feeding a hungry child. That's a good thing to do. We do that, too. But first, you have to save the life of a child that's on the brink of death, and that's what we're doing right now.
8: Call this number, 888-884-4836, and make your gift now, 888-884-4836. talkfaith.com is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner to make your gift. I'm Bill Carl with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. And once again, that number is 888-884-4836, 888-884. 884 4836 Click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith.com.
5: Hi,
7: my name is Fernando Cispedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? then please give us a call at 813-533-3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance today at 813-533-3000.
0: Over the last two years, bold, conservative leadership has the stock market at historic highs, unemployment at all-time lows, and the future looks bright. But with midterm elections in November, the left, hoping to flood the polls with a blue wave, threatens a return to a stagnant economy, weakness abroad, and prosperity strangling taxation. Florida is once again a battleground. We must prevail. Join us Thursday, October 18th at Tampa's Strass Center for the Battleground States Tour with insight into all that's at stake for our state and our nation. From today's most influential conservative voices, national radio hosts Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher, and featuring special guests Sebastian Gorka and Kaylee McEnany. Don't miss the Battleground States Tour, October 18th at the Strass Center. General admission is free. Limited VIP tickets include a special meet and greet reception with a panel at 530. Event begins at 7. Get your tickets today at TheAnswerTampa.com.
6: the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225.
5: Amendment 3 gives Florida voters control of gambling. That's how it works in many places. Red states like Texas, blue states like California, big states like New York, and small ones like Rhode Island. That's how it used to work in Florida, too. For decades, gambling issues were decided by voters. Then, politicians took that power and used it to try to expand gambling. Amendment 3 returns power to the people, so casino licenses aren't for sale in Tallahassee. In the last decade, casino lobbyists gave nearly $50 million to Florida politicians. Restoring voter control will reduce casino corruption. Hold the line on casino gambling and empower you. Voters across America already have this power. You should, too. Vote yes on Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by Voters in Charge, P.O. Box 1991, Orlando, Florida, 32802.
1: Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word.
4: He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your
1: altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 430 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com
11: windshields are all about safety and so is auto glass america if your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you we'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to a hundred dollars cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service keep your family safe call us today remember if it's chipped or cracked we'll buy it back 813-96-GLASS that's 813-96-GLASS
6: auto glass America.
0: Over the last two years, bold, conservative leadership has the stock market at historic highs, unemployment at all time lows, and the future looks bright. But with midterm elections in November, the left, hoping to flood the polls with a blue wave, threatens a return to a stagnant economy, weakness abroad, and prosperity strangling taxation. Florida is once again a battleground. We must prevail. Join us Thursday, October 18th at Tampa's Strass Center for the Battleground States Tour with insight into all that's at stake for our state and our nation. From today's most influential conservative voices, national radio hosts Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher, and featuring special guests Sebastian Gorka and Kaylee McEnany, don't miss the Battleground States Tour, October 18th at the Strass Center. General admission is free. Limited VIP tickets include a special meet and greet reception with the panel at 5 30.
1: Event begins at 7. Get your tickets today at TheAnswerTampa.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
8: Hey, this is Bill Carl. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate your time here on the Salem Media Group Stations. I'm with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Scott, for the last few weeks, we've been talking with you and with our listeners about the work of Save the Children, and we've really been focusing on their work to save uh, children who are suffering severe acute malnutrition in places like the Horn of Africa, in Ethiopia, Somalia, and our opportunity to respond with ready-to-use therapeutic food We've been talking about uh, being able to take a gift of $60 and to save a child's life. And that phone number, by the way, is 888-884-4836. But as you know, and as you and I have spoken of here in Florida, we right now are are fighting this damage that's been done by this major hurricane, uh, Hurricane Michael, that has devastated our northeast uh, panhandle towns, places like Mexico Beach. Uh, Apalachicola Uh, we've seen damage in Panama uh, City and that damage has, of course have gone up through uh, Georgia and now into South Carolina and so we find ourselves on one hand saying hey we've got to take care of this need and yet this this need is right in front of our face and so uh, and I know you're sympathetic to that I'm also uh, and I'm thankful for that I'm also thankful to say that Save the Children is right in the middle of that mix, that even though we are still, uh, you know, have our hearts on what's going on over there, so to speak, uh, in Africa and Indonesia and other countries, we're also so blessed to know that Save the Children is right here, right now, and they are already intervening in the aftermath of Hurricane Michael.
9: Yeah, that's such a good point. And and just a reminder, uh, no matter what, no matter any dollar that is given to Save the Children, we talked before about how 86 cents goes directly to program needs, but maybe we haven't talked enough about how 10% of every single dollar is set aside for emergency needs just like this. So, so we, yes, we are on the ground uh, for the, those that are impacted by Hurricane Michael, but, but also just know that whether you were giving money to water purification in Ethiopia or whether you're giving to emergency nutrition in certain parts of the world, um, 10% ten ev- percent. with this on the website we're, we're above board about this 10% of every dollar is set aside because we know there are emergencies that take place whether it's tsunamis whether it's earthquakes in other countries whether it's hurricanes here in this country um, and, and we have that money standing by specifically for that cause so just know that we might talk about you might hear somewhere else or watch on television about one kind of need or another just know that Save the Children is always going to be wherever the needs for children are the greatest. And so your gift today, where we use the $60 one-time gift, because when we're, you know, in America, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And the pursuit of happiness means nothing if we don't have liberty. And liberty means nothing if we don't have life. And so those are in that order for a reason, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Um, We can improve people's lives uh, but we first have to save them from death. And in the case of uh, where I've been most recently in Ethiopia and East Africa, the Horn of Africa, Yemen, Somalia, um, you know, y- you have you have you have a Hurricane Michael every day. You have a 9/11 every day in that part of the world. And so, you know, Save the Children is not simply an American-centric uh, organization. 125 countries around the world. And also right here at home. So, yeah, we talk about, I mean, obviously, when you call the number 888-884-4836, or when you click on the link, you know, but especially if you call the number 888-884-4836, they're going to talk about exactly what we're talking about, which is Africa and emergency nutrition. But you should know that you're partnering with an organization that is called FIRST by the Red Cross when there are needs for children. It is called FIRST by FEMA, Uh, When the federal government, when the federal government runs into a place and there's a problem, specific to children, they call Save the Children first. So, uh, yes, over there, but also very much over here. And I I, I understand that, you know, when we're talking to to Floridians, we're talking to people that are impacted, gosh, almost every year or certainly every year in some way by uh, this kind of weather event and natural disaster. Um, Don't ever think for a second. That your participation with Save the Children is 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 going to abandon what's going on right here at home. We are in those shelters right here at home. We see that devastation uh, right there on, on the beach and those families that are trying to go back through and forage and take a look at what is left behind, you know, a planter or a refrigerator is two doors down. I mean, we are with those people right now. So it's over there, but it's also right here at home. Uh, but when we decided to uh, spend some time um, on, on uh, the Salem stations here, uh, obviously we didn't know at that moment about Hurricane Michael. But that doesn't mean that Save the Children is not doing work at this very moment uh, for families and children, specifically children, impacted by Hurricane Michael.
8: We need to hear from you right now. The phone number is 888 that's 888-884-4836. Call Save the Children now and make your gift. You can also do that at Let's Talk dot com. Again, that's Let's Talk dot com. Just click on the Save the Children banner and know that, well, of course, Save the Children is focused over there. They are also focused right here where they began in the United States of America. And Scott, you know, the thing that I really appreciate about Save the Children is it's not just uh, get in there drop off some tents, drop off some food, and then see you later. Save the Children has a reputation for long-term response, for going into that village where there's been malnutrition and staying long enough to see a real change. Uh, In situations like we're encountering here, I was just reading Save the Children's press release, that the response is not just going to be essential child-focused supplies, which is what they've done with Hurricane Florence and they did last year, Uh, with Harvey and I'm sure with Irma and Maria, Uh, but also in the days and weeks ahead, and I've seen examples of this in Tennessee, Save the Children will be on hand at schools and child care centers that have been damaged to help kids back into their normal routine. So when we talk about that and we talk about the ongoing work that we've been speaking of for several weeks now, the uh, the ready-to-use therapeutic nutrition or therapeutic food, the help with those who are in need uh, in terms of hunger and in terms of starvation, you can know that Save the Children is there for the long term, for the long haul. I-, I think that has a great deal of meaning.
9: You know, I, that's a great point. and And I'll tell you, where we were in the, the southern Appalachia region, a, g- a good example is uh, when wildfires uh, blew through there in Gatlinburg and Sevierville, and the whole area, Um, in three of those counties, Save the Children had already been working and had established a presence for the last 83 years. So we already knew all the superintendents of the school districts. We knew all the principals of all the schools. We knew most of the teachers in every single school. We knew all the needs of all the kids that are on after-school programs or lunch programs or breakfast programs. We knew all of those things. So that's a good example of how we don't just leave when the news moves on to the next obsession. We don't just move from thing to thing to thing. Uh, We are not there to get the juice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not there just to get the pub. Uh, We are there to serve families and children, and that's what we do time and again. We do it in the United States. We do it around the world. We do it where people notice it, and we do it mostly where people don't notice it. Um, we're in refugee camps around the world where no cameras are. We're in many countries where no news at all is being reported of the work that's being done by Save the Children. But it's not about that for Save the Children. What, what it's about is making sure that every child has a right to life, has uh, the right to safety and protection from harm, has a right to education, and a right to meet their potential. And so that, that really is the only way that success and effectiveness is measured by Save the Children. and you know, today, when your $60 gift uh, will bring a child back from the brink of death by providing emergency nutrition, and uh, that is the beginning. You, know, you can't improve a child's life here or there if you don't save the life of a child when you have the opportunity. And so that's the focus of our opportunity today, knowing that Save the Children does so many things, knowing that $0.86 cents of every dollar goes directly to program needs, only 5% goes to administration. That's a remarkable number, by the way, if you know anything about this kind of stuff. And, and, and knowing also that 10% of every gift is set aside for emergencies, just like what is going on right here in our own backyard. Uh, because of Hurricane Michael.
8: We need to hear from you. Call 888-884-4836. That's the number for Save the Children. And you need to make your gift today. There just I'm telling you, the need is so great, and the opportunity is now. And to be able to give to an organization and partner with an organization that has both a strategy that is now and, and deals with acute needs and then uh, brings support in the long term that's uh, it's it's more rare than you think. Uh you can also give by clicking the Save the Children banner at LetstalkFaith.com. talkfaithcom I want you to call and make your very best gift right now. Again that's 888 884 4836. Now Scott, you know me. I get a little wound up and I say the number a little fast sometimes. So, so so I'm going to I'm going to intentionally just kind of 888 884 That's the phone number for Save the Children. Again, click the Save the Children banner at LetstalkFaith.com. And, Scott, you know, I think it's true. You know, when we're talking about kids who are suffering with starvation, with lack of food, uh, we often think of that acute relief that somebody coming in and dropping and airlifting a bunch of food in. Uh, Obviously, in this case, coming in with the ready-to-use therapeutic food, the Plumpy nut, Uh, to bring kids back to life and and that's what save the children does well but they also do very well coming up in the background and addressing the root causes of poverty in a given area the contributing factors helping to mitigate that helping to make a difference and i think that's important because uh, hey listen i know right now as you're uh into this broadcast Maybe you're already thinking, well, uh, let's go buy all the baby formula that we can buy. Let's go buy this, and we will put it on a, a plane, and we will get it where it needs to go. And and you know what? That's a great uh, sentiment, but there's a way to do this in which you can work with a, with a charity that knows how to do it. Because right now, i got to tell you, and especially I think you'll see this with, with uh, Hurricane Michael, there are so many people with great intentions— who want to do amazing things. But sometimes you get a truck and you get to where you're supposed to be going and there's a guy standing there in a uniform saying, you can't go in this way. Well, I've got a truckload of food and diapers. Well, this is not where you go. Well, where do we take it? Well, I don't know. How do you connect with the person who's going to help you get that to the person who needs that? That's a big, big question. And that's why uh, folks like the American Red Cross and FEMA – rely on save the children in so many cases to do this
9: no that that, that's a it's a great point that that when you you may see organizations and ministries and and non-profits and charities that will you know load up a truck and they'll go somewhere and then they they say well it was really tough to get in we couldn't get in i mean i don't know why you don't have to worry about that with the children. i mean after all the interest you can imagine after a hundred years i mean the centennial is next uh, May, I think, uh, 100 years of Save the Children. Uh, we've established relationships. We already know the people. The people know us. The government knows us. No government person is going to stand in the way and say, well, who are you? What are you doing? It's like Save the Children. We've been invited. I mean, we're, we're here because you asked us to be here. And so that's never a problem uh, with Save the Children. It's never going to be you – know, I remember the old days when maybe we would uh, – Go do things about Bibles, and somebody said, I have an old NIV that I want to mail to somebody in China. And you add up all the dollars that it takes to take it and ship it, and it's like, dude, we can print them uh, in Hong Kong cheaper. We, we have infrastructure that's already set up, and that's exactly the same thing with um, Save the Children. It's already set up. All you have to reinvent it. We spent 100 years inventing it. We, we made mistakes along the way. Mm-hmm. We took notes along the way. That's we right. learned things along the way. It's already done. All you have to do is hop on board this moving train and say, you know what, we want to be a part of it. So, you know, run alongside and grab the handrail and hop on board because we we have already have it set up and we're good to go. We're invited. We're allowed in all these places. And there's some places where uh, nothing from us could, e- you or me, I mean, could even possibly get there. Because infrastructure is already in place. It's already built. Uh, All you have to do is say, I want to be a part of it. So, you know, other people are doing the heavy lifting. All we have to do is say, hey, you know what? 60 bucks can save the life of a child. I'll do 600. I'll do 300. I was on the the radio uh, just yesterday uh, in in another city, and a guy calls and says, I'll do $1,000. $1,000 $1,000 one-time gift. Another guy said, I'll do $600. Another man said, I'll do $300 one-time gift. I mean, this is not unusual at all. So you can do $60, you can do $600, you can do $6,000 knowing that, uh, that every single $60 can provide enough emergency nutrition to save the life of a child. Yes, we do work over there. Yes, we do work over here. But, you know, it's, it's, it, when you see a child, if we were at an intersection and you saw a child about to step into the street, you wouldn't ask who their parent is. You wouldn't pray about it. You wouldn't think about it. You would react, and you would pull them back, even if they didn't look like you, even if they weren't from your city, even if they weren't of your religion. You would reach out and grab them and pull them back because you're in a position to save the life of a child that you did it. Uh, and I think sometimes we we almost long for opportunities to delay what God has given us, an instinct to respond to quickly. And I would just say, uh, Respond to it quickly. Know that you are blessed. Know that we are in a position. Know that if you see a child that is about to expire, about to die, about to starve, if it were about to drown, you would reach out and grab them and pull them up into the air. Uh, and so we have a chance to do that today, and uh, it's such an exciting thing to be able to do. Um, I, really, uh, what kind of friends would we be if we didn't give you this chance to do it? And know that, yeah, absolutely, Save the Children is on the ground right here in Florida, is on the ground in uh, Flint, Michigan for the water crisis, is on the ground in uh, Central Valley, California with migrant workers, children who have nothing on the ground in Appalachia with children who have one or two parents or both parents incarcerated because of uh, meth or because of the opioid crisis. We are on the ground in all those places, but don't, don't be distracted by the opportunity you have today. Don't be distracted by the, uh, the the many things that can be done. Look for the one thing today that we are going to do, and that is save the life of a child. And the question really is only how many children will you save today?
8: Make that call right now, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Your gift of $60 right now saves a child on the brink of death. And allows Save the Children to do the great work that they've been doing now for over 100 years. So you can know that your gift has an effect, that it makes a difference, and that it's being utilized by an organization that has a track record for integrity and effectiveness. Charity Navigator, have a look there at Save the Children. I just challenge you to take a moment and do that. But most of all, while this moment is fresh and while it's on your mind, go to the phone and call 888 888- 884 4836, or click the banner for Save the Children at Let's Talk Faith.com. Again, that's Let's Talk Faith.com. And Scott, you know, we started this conversation several weeks ago, and our focus was on uh, children who are suffering with severe acute malnutrition. And uh, that continues to be the focus. We continue to want to reach out and address this ongoing need with ready-to-use therapeutic food and the workers it takes to administer that. But at the same time, it's important for our listeners to know that Save the Children isn't something that just happens over there on the other side of a globe when you get on a jet and you fly to London and then you fly to somewhere else, you know, you're three or four flights in, and, you know, three days later you land where Save the Children is. Save the Children right now, as I am in my studio here in Tampa, Florida, their workers are on the ground assessing and working uh, literally three to four hours from here in the aftermath of Hurricane Michael. That blesses me to know that it's not just about over there, it's about over here. The phone number is 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can click the Save the Children banner online at LetstalkFaith.com.
9: You know, Save the Children is is quite effective uh, over there, but you also are partnering with a group that I I would venture to say there are very few uh, groups in this country, working in this country, to improve the lives of children that are focused on the the welfare of children that that are as trustworthy and as hardworking and as effective and as efficient as Save the Children. So when you partner with Save the Children, for any specific cause, um, just know that that's the group you're partnering with. You're partnering. Think of it this way: if you if you were a if you had a church that you went to, and your church did uh, a mission trip to Romania, uh, you would you would say, "I want to go to Romania. I, I want to see what they're doing there. I want to be a part of that." Uh, you wouldn't say, "Well, we, we have kids right here. We don't have to go to Romania. Why are we doing Romania?" Mm. You, you would know that your church is working right in your own hometown. But also there are sometimes extraordinary things going on in other parts of the world. And you have the opportunity to go and be a part of that. And God did not call us just to help people that look just like us. God does not call us to just uh, save the people that are white or to save the people that are American or save the people that speak English or bathe once a day or eat three times a day. Uh, he has called us to do more than that. And this is an opportunity to do. So I would just think, say think of it that way. You would never go to your, I would hope, you would never go to your pastor or your church and say, why are we doing missions work? Mm. We, we got people that need coats right here. <laughs> why, why are we sending stuff to Guatemala? Why are we doing work in Haiti? There, there may have been an earthquake or a tsunami, but gosh, we have people right here that need help. You wouldn't do that because you shouldn't do that. right? You would say you would say we're going to be a part of it, man. We're a part of a great church that does work right here and does work, work over there also. In the same way, uh, Save the Children does that. It just happens to do it in a few more places than most of our churches do. Uh, it does it 125 countries around the world and also right here. Well, I'm
8: sa- I'm thankful that it's not an either or proposition. And when people right. bring that up as an either or proposition uh, or, you know, this or that proposition, I, I just feel like the scope of their vision is small. And I know that our listeners don't have small vision. I know that our listeners realize, Scott, that uh, – helping save the children help kids over there and helping save the children help kids over here is not a, we do this or we do that, but we can't do both thing. And that's so important to know. And you've already made it clear that when we do uh, work with, uh, with children who are suffering with severe acute malnutrition uh, and we make gifts toward programs like that, that those gifts, uh, there is a, you know, an opportunity where save the children holds back a certain amount of that for emergencies just like we're going through right now. And so it's not not a this or that proposition. It's a this and that proposition. And I'm so thankful. Uh, It makes me proud to be uh, even more so to be affiliated and to be associated with you guys with Save the Children. The phone number for you to call right now is you want to make a difference is 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Click the Save the Children banner at let dot com. Listen, do as much or as just do as much as you can. Listen, you can maybe make a five dollar gift and that'll make a huge difference. You might be able to make a five hundred dollar gift. It, it's not a matter of how much it's about how much you can do, how much you're unable to do, how much you feel like you can bring out of your budget to be there for somebody else who's in desperate need. Triple eight, 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 four, four, eight, three, six. Or let's talk dot com just go ahead and click the Save the children banner scott we're we've just got about a minute and a half left before we finish up, and the need is so crucial.
9: You know I, I would just say it has and I would just say that you know there, there, there's such a difference between feeding a hungry child and, and saving a starving child, and we've talked about some of the comparisons and analogies and ways to think of it, and I thought of another one, especially maybe specifically for the people of Florida and the beach types there is a difference between a sunburn and a sunstroke. Mm. If someone is suffering from a sunstroke, that is a very different thing from a sunburn. Now, usually people that suffer from sunstrokes, many times they have already suffered from some kind of sunburn. The sunburn or being exposed for an extended period of time resulted in something even more dramatic and a medical state that had to have a medical solution. In the same way, uh, a child that is suffering uh, from severe acute malnutrition they are not simply hungry uh, they've gone without hunger uh, they've been in the sun baked for a long period of time and now they are suffering from this other thing that we can provide something to save their life so uh, maybe that maybe that rings truer uh, for for some people in this audience than maybe other parts of like Denver for example but uh I think it's important to know that we are saving kids' lives. We're not feed, just feeding a hungry child. That's a good thing to do. We do that, too. But first, you have to save the life of a child that's on the brink of death, and that's what we're doing right now.
8: Call this number, 888-884-4836, and make your gift now. 888-884-4836. com is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner to make your gift I'm Bill Carl with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. And once again, that number is 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. Click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith
1: Faith Talk 570 WTPN.